are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you. I'm going to talk about how this podcast almost didn't come to be today. Get to that. Along with the Golden Bachelor is running promos. Got some TV news for you. More 90s con stuff. A tweet sent out yesterday by former podcast guest Emily Longeretta, who works for Variety, and it kind of conflicts with the stuff I've been talking about over the last couple days. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Rain Wilson from The Office and hopefully get to a few other things, and we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Earth Echo Foods. You guys, you've got to try the Island Bliss. Energizing effects of greens drink, but with sweet tropical taste of the islands. It's an easy way to get nourishing superfoods, probiotics, and organic fruits and vegetables just into your drink. All you got to do is pour a scoop into a cup, mix it with water, mix it with ice, mix it with milk, whatever you want to do. Go to earthechofoods.com, excuse me, shop.earthechofoods.com slash Steve. Use code REALITYSTEVE to get 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. It's shop.earthechofoods.com slash Steve. Go check it out now. All right, so let's begin with this. I swear, I am a jinx. What did I tell you earlier in the week on Tuesday? It was the one-year anniversary of the Daily Roundup. I had done one every Monday through Friday since last July 11th of 2022. Never missed an episode. And last couple of days, I'm talking about it. Like, what would cause me to miss an episode? Traveling isn't going to do it because I traveled four times since last July, and I still was able to do episodes. It would have to be some sort of sickness or some sort of computer malfunction. However, <laughs> I did not, you know, this is something to where it's gotten to a point, the fact that I've done an episode every Monday through Friday for over a year now, it's almost like perfect attendance at school. Like, I don't want to miss a show. And it would take something monumental. And I know it's just one show. You'd be like, Steve, it's one show. We can, we'll live. I'm sure you will. I'm just saying for me, it's like I want to keep it going. I don't want to not do a show. And last night, probably around 9 o'clock my time, I don't even know what happened, but the site that I uploaded to basically didn't recognize my show anymore. And I'm like, crap. And this has never happened. I didn't know if it was like a one-year thing and then just like it reset because we're basically at one year. But when I went to my homepage, it basically gave me two options, import a show or start from scratch. I'm like, what? Just the page I usually go to to upload my podcast, that's what it was showing me. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've never seen this. Yet when I go to my monetization page, I can see that my show was still being recognized and it was still making money, you know, anytime you refresh the screen. So I'm like, this is so weird. 
but it was also nine o'clock. And I'm like, great. You, know, you email support, you email help. And you're like, those people don't understand. <laughs> I've got a streak going here. I don't want to lose out because you guys had something go wrong on your end with my show, you know? And I don't know what's going on. And I'm back and forth, back and forth. No idea what's happening. And I sent out an email. I put in the email subject line urgent. That didn't seem to do anything because I never heard back for two hours. And then we're just kind of going back and forth. They're walking me through through stuff. And finally, I don't know what happened. They don't really know what happened, but they got it to work again. So thank God. Because I was kind of freaking out there, and I fi- and I thought I jinxed it myself by talking about it so much this week. So, good thing, good things happened last night. Took a while. I was nervous, but it's up and running now. Clearly, yesterday it was revealed also on either Hollywood Reporter or Variety. I think it was Variety that the first promo for the golden bachelor ran and it didn't show any people. It just showed a red rose and then transforming into a golden rose. And what I know is the golden bachelor starts filming next week and we are going to meet who the bachelor is on Monday on good morning America. I don't have any insight to who it is. I don't expect to get any spoilers for this show. If I do, maybe it'll just be the ending. Although it would be kind of ironic if I got the ending to The Golden Bachelor before I got the ending to <laughs> Charity Season. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not planning on it. I wouldn't bother. I mean, I know a lot. I, say, I was going to say I wouldn't bother asking me any any spoilers for Golden Bachelor, but you guys have already, you're already on that. I don't know how many times I got asked yesterday, hey, who's The Golden Bachelor? <laughs> if I knew, I'd tell you. I, I don't know. And, I mean, I'll watch it, but I don't expect any spoilers for Golden Bachelor. And if there are any spoilers, then it would just all I all I would care about was just being like, hey, this is the person who won. This is who he picks. Now, without knowing anything, without knowing who the Golden Bachelor is, and without knowing who any of the women are on this show, there, there's two things that stick out to me. Number one, I absolutely think that whoever wins this Golden Bachelor Whoever he chooses, I just have a feeling is going to have a tragic backstory. I have a feeling they are going to have a husband who died. That's just the sense I get. I I have a sense that this show is going to, there will certainly be drama, but I I just have a feeling that's, (laughs) that's, that's where they're going. And, you know, I mean, people love an underdog story and people love to root for people who've gone through hardship. I mean, I would too. I just have a feeling, I'm, I'm, before they even start filming, I, I just get this sense that whoever the winner of this thing is and whoever he chooses, she's going to be somebody that lost her husband tragically somehow. Now, if I'm wrong on that, I'll say that at least one of the final two is someone who lost it. I, like, I just have a feeling somebody's going to be on this show. In fact, multiple women, I think, will be on this show who have lost a husband. You know, whether it's through an accident, cancer, something like that, because that's what they're going to build this show around and get you to, you know, root for people. But 
If he doesn't choose that one, I have a feeling someone like that will be going very far. So, yeah, that starts filming next week. We'll know who the Golden Bachelor is on Monday, but don't expect much from me in regards to the spoiler department of that. And you saw maybe Bachelor Data posted this yesterday and talked about it briefly. And in case you haven't been paying attention, the writer's strike has been going on since, what, May, April? Well, now SAG and AFTRA, the actors, have now joined in, and they have gone on strike. So we've got actors, actresses, and writers all on strike, meaning the only thing new that can be put into production are reality TV shows. So we're going to get a lot. And, you know, the Golden Bachelor was already being done before. I mean, the, 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 the talk of it being done was well before there was a writer's strike. But I really think that this strike and this and SAG and after, nobody knows when this is going to end. And one story I saw was kind of amazing to me. And it said because of the writer's strike and now the actor's strike, Season three of Euphoria won't air until 2026. 2026? It's 2023 right now. I, I, I think this is ending in the next couple months. I don't think this is going to carry on forever. The industry won't be able to survive if it does. They will work something out. I don't know the numbers, anything like that, what the perfect compensation would be, how they're going to break it all down. I have no idea about any of that. I just know that these people can't stay out of business forever. It would destroy the industry. With that said, once they get back to things, season two of Euphoria was what, two years ago? It's going to be five years in between seasons for a 10-episode show? I mean, people thought that Lord of the Rings waited a long time or whatever. Um, the... Uh, was it Lord of the Rings? I don't even remember. But those HBO shows that kind of took a while to produce new seasons. Didn't Sopranos come back like, a, you know, it took like a year, year and a half in between seasons, sometimes two. Euphoria? You can't pump out 10 episodes of Euphoria till 2026? If it ends this year, the strike ends this year, writers and actors, if it ends in 2023, let's say by October, I, I First off, I already thought they were working on it. I would think the whole season is written. They haven't had a season for two years. I would think the whole three is written or at least partially written. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I'm just confused on unless unless I read the wrong headline, unless I read something that they're speculating it might come back till 2026. I thought I specifically read Sam Levinson, the guy who created it and also created the shit show that was The Idol. I thought it was something I read that he said it's not coming back and it's now being delayed till 2026. Boy. I mean, I know a lot of people like the show and I know it's won some awards and Zendaya is great in it, but I, 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 waiting five years in between seasons seems a way bit too much. We'll see. And oh yeah, for those that don't know, SAG stands for Screen Actors Guild. AFTRA stands for American Federation of Television and Radio Announcers. I was part of AFTRA when I was on radio in L.A. back in the late 90s, early 2000s. You had to be to be on the air. Um, and you're part of a union. And it was always interesting. But 
Uh, I'm not obviously part of it anymore. Don't need to be. But yeah, that that's who's striking. You've got the writers on strike. You've got the screen Screen Actors Guild on strike, and the American Federation for Television and Radio Announcers all on strike. So. Now, with that said, regarding the striking writers, actors, television and radio announcers, former podcast guest and current writer for Variety, Emily Longeretta, tweeted this out yesterday, and I thought this was interesting. Since my job is built so much around FYC, SAG-AFTRA says no promotion for TV streaming shows during the strike which means no FYC season for them. Should have probably Googled what FYC means. Hang on. FYC means for your consideration. Um, FYC in movies, um, they're ads for Netflix. They are paid advertisements by studios to push a film of theirs for awards consideration. So what Emily is saying, since my job is built so much around for your consideration, sag After says, no promotion for TV streaming shows during the strike, which means no for your consideration season for them. However, the Writers Guild Association said the same at the beginning, but did find a way to do some promotion to be determined what will change. Here is a list of the rules, what SAG members can and cannot do during the SAG strike, including promotion of any past work done as a SAG member. So yeah, no 90s con and no promoting rewatch podcasts. Okay, <laughs> we've literally been talking about 90s con for the last three days, and if this thing doesn't end by September 16th, the weekend of September 16th, it doesn't look like we don't have to worry about why Tiffany Amber Thiessen isn't showing up to 90s con or anything like that. We don't know, because according to Emily Longeretta, unless something changes, you're not allowed to do any... Um, promotion of any past work done as a SAG member. And that would be promoting a show you did from 1990 to 2000. Talking about Beverly Hills 90210. Man. Well, you know what? Good. <laughs> if they're going to screw Tiffany over and still be petty and not invite her to things, good. Then none of them should get to do it. I hate that it's at the expense of out-of-work actors now and writers and television and radio announcers, but for my own personal enjoyment, not 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 upset to see that maybe 90s con uh, gets postponed, you know? And sorry to anybody who might be working 90s con at the Tampa convention or anything like that. I'm not saying sorry, you know, oh, I'm laughing at you because you don't have work now. I'm just saying. This is something I've been talking about for three straight days, and I've been literally breaking down a relationship from these cast members from a show 23 years ago. And yeah, I've gotten to a point where I, I don't know what's going on. It bothers me that Tiffany Amber Thiessen is not part of it. It bothers me that Jenny and Tori have never been clear as to what the issue is. And now seeing this tweet from Emily last night, Sounding like there's no 90s con unless this thing gets resolved before September. It's almost like, okay, well, there you go. Now I don't have to worry about why Tiffany's not there, why she wasn't even invited, why she's not part of the group anymore. Is she even on a group chat with them? I'm guessing no. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Now, the other thing is no promoting rewatch podcasts. I don't know what that would necessarily entail. 
if you can't promote a rewatch podcast, is that really just sticking to the promotion of it? So Jenny and Tori doing their 9021 OMG podcast, they can record one, they can post it to Apple Podcasts, but they just can't promote it? They can't say, hey, the new episode is up? Like, I would need a little more clarification on what that means. Because if you're doing rewatch podcasts like Jenny and Tori are doing and Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark do for the OC, and there's so many other ones going on. The Kristen and Steven doing that back to the beach one for Laguna Beach. I guess it sounds like those would have to be on hold because you're literally promoting a show and talking about a show that you used to do. And according to Emily, the writing says no promotion of any past work done as a SAG member. Man, this is getting messy. I hope they come to a solution soon because I don't want to see just a bunch of reality shows and game shows on TV. Well, (laughs) take that back. I love game shows. Maybe I do want to see this. No, I mean, obviously, I want to see people get back to work and they should be they should absolutely be paid and compensated for the streaming stuff because that's where the studios are basically screwing them over. But it's it's getting messy now that the actors are now in on this and they're striking too. And finally, I, th- I found this interesting. Uh, Rain Wilson, who played Dwight Schrute on The Office, was on a podcast recently and basically admitted he was very unhappy for a lot of the years that he was on The Office because... Basically, it comes down to a little jealousy. He said, when I was in the office, I spent several years really mostly unhappy because it wasn't enough. I'm realizing now, like, I'm on a hit show, Emmy nominated every year, making lots of money, working with Steve Carell and Jenna Fisher and John Krasinski and these amazing writers and incredible directors like Paul Feig. I'm on one of the great TV shows. People love it. I wasn't enjoying it. I was thinking about, why am I not a movie star? Why am I not the next Jack Black or the next Will Ferrell? How come I can't have a movie career? Why don't I have this development deal? End quote. Which, I mean, I guess it's certainly, especially in that cast, because Steve Carell obviously went on to do huge things, and John Krasinski went on to do huge things. I wouldn't say Jenna Fisher went on to do you know tons of movies or anything, but I'd say the three biggest names to come out of that show were Steve Carell, John Krasinski, and Ed Helms. Because Ed Helms obviously had the Hangover movies. He did a reboot of Vacation. Done pretty well for himself post-Office. And even during the Office, because he filmed the Hangover while he was still on the Office. But I'd say those are the three pretty big names from the main cast. Others have gone on to do things here and there, but nobody had the success of a John Krasinski, a Steve Carell, or an Ed Helms, right? And... I just, when I look at it, and and this isn't like, I don't want to sit here and dog Rain Wilson. I don't. But it might be because, I, and I, I've said this for years, I thought Dwight, Dwight Schrute was the most overrated character in television history. Top three at least. I know some of you probably think Dwight Schrute was hilarious and was the best character on that show. I just disagree. I didn't find him funny at all. Like, he was the one thing to me that was just a beating. It was just kind of the same all the time. I don't know. I thought the pranks that Jim played on Dwight were funny. But I thought that was more the writing and the prank, not anything that Dwight did. 
You know, I, I don't know. I just didn't find Dwight Schrute very funny. And maybe he got pigeonholed because of that character. Because nobody really knew who Rain Wilson was before that character. And maybe it was a case of being pigeonholed. Certainly seems like that's the case because others did have success coming out of the show, as we talked about. But um, interesting that he felt that way. And it sucks that he felt that way. But I got to imagine being in an ensemble cast like that was and seeing some of your co-stars go on and get development deals, get other shows, get movies, and you're getting nothing. Yeah, I could understand why it's frustrating. But me just looking at it from the outside, I'm only like, yeah, because Dry Street wasn't funny. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I kind of look at the whole thing. But, um, and he, you know, it's still years since The Office, and, and Rain Wilson really has not been in a lot. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be pigeonholed as Dwight Schrute the rest of his life. I don't, I do not know. But certainly back then, sounds like he was really. You know, I don't think he was mad at Ed or John or Steve. I, it's just, it's natural, though, to be like, these other people are getting opportunities and I'm not, and I'm on the same show that they are, and I'm getting nominated for awards every year as well, and this show is getting a, a nominated for awards. Why am I not getting anything further than The Office? It's a fair, it's a fair argument to make, but, you know, it's over and done with. I just felt that was interesting that he looked back on that and... We're finding out now that he just wasn't happy during the filming of the show. All right. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow an Apple podcast. Also rate and review if you can. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank God this podcast was able to come to the forefront today. And it we were able to get the things fixed behind the scenes. It has nothing to do with any of you. And I don't even know still to this moment what went wrong. But... It's fixed. You got to listen to this. Thank God. Thank you all for listening. Again, have a great weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you.